Dr. Odeon, thank you so much for rushing down here. We, we've had this new admin, and, and I've just not really seen a case like this before. Um, you'll see what I mean. It's, uh, it's strange. Woman, mid-40s, dog bite wounds, stab wounds. I'm not really sure what's happened, but that's not... It's beyond that. It's um, there's something with the wounds themselves that, that that just doesn't look right. It's 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 very off. Uh, you'll see what I mean. Come here, look. Oh, Doctor Quick, it's always nice to see you as well. When the uh, page told me to come down here, they said something was weird. What should I be looking at? Look inside. Look inside this this wound. It, it's it's normal up toward the top of the skin, and then when you get further down, it's just off. Now let's just hold our horses for a second. There's um, a bunch of different marks over here and um, there's these over here which seem to be the typical dog bites and then your stab wounds over here so this person must have had quite an episode. Um, mm -hmm. Now which, 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 which wound was mm -hmm. it? Was it? Was it here? Yeah, right there. Looking, looking deeper. Mm, okay, I'm uh, seeing nothing out of the ordinary. Um, is this, it's, is this bone? Does it look like a bone you've seen? Mm, it is brighter than a. It's almost as like it's not there. It's bright. It's. It's it not feels this isn't normal. This is this isn't human. It feels as though it feels as though I'm going for a ride in here. You just Doctor? Doctor? But it's so it's bright. Welcome to Coven, an actual play horror podcast. We're on Twitter at Coven underscore podcast, online at covenpodcast.com. Our theme music is by Ben Cronin, and our cover art is by Daniel Stetner. I'm Noah Lloyd. You can find me online at Noah Gola. I'll be the GM for this evening. We've got Gary Slack. Hey, I'm Gary Slack, and I'll be playing Robert Chessimon. Sharon Merriam. Hey, I'm Sharon, and I play Joan Bataille. And Kiefer Katz. Hi, I'm Kiefer Katz. I play Samson Sycamore. Almost forgot my own character's name there. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to point that out too. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say this at the top here, but if you're enjoying the show, uh, you know, consider leaving us a five-star rating on iTunes. It goes a long way toward getting us noticed by new listeners. Uh, that's all I'll say about that, and let's jump into it. 
Alternatively, if you think it's like good but not amazing, leave a four star review. Just like don't leave anything less than four stars. If you don't like it, under four then... stars. Yeah. If you don't like it, just don't listen. Yeah, you can you can text me. My number is no. I'm assuming that yep, Noah, you're gonna put the beep. You put the beep in there so it sounds like I said my number. I got you. I got you. Thank you. God. All right, Joan. School yes. has just let out. As you are carrying your books, heading across kind of the the cement entryway entrance way. Let's actually say this is the last day of school. Oh. Um, so as we are coming into summer, you know, you had your finals last week or so. I think we're fast forwarding by a week or so. And we can, with some of the other characters with their goals, we can do a little bit of rewinding if we need to. But let's say this is the last day of school before it lets out for the semester. Mm-hmm. So you are now a rising senior in high school. As you are heading across the cement, uh, I guess you would call it kind of an entranceway. It's like what all high schools have, the yeah. paved area in front of the f- front entrance. Yeah. You glance up at the statue of you know this quarterback that you've seen before, this kid who was killed in the, the 1960s. Um, and you notice like it looks like there are roses growing from his mouth it's it's like a stone at least i'm imagining it's a stone statue i might have said bronze at another point but uh it's a mix of stone and bronze (laughs) statue um and yeah it just looks like there's a rose protruding from the mouth of the statue Hmm. can i can i is there anything else noticeable is it just a normal rose is there anything weird about it I mean, what's weird is that it's sticking there. out of the solid object, right? Yeah. Um, I, I definitely think that Abathon starts kind of tingling in your, uh, like, behind your ear. Like, it thinks there's something going on here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> can I just kind of go up to it and see if it's, like, growing from him or just placed in his mouth? Yeah, sure. There's probably, you know, kind of a circular... Uh, planter around it is kind of what i'm imagining uh you can stand up on the on the edge of the planter uh and reach up to it and just as you are about to kind of touch the flower you hear someone say joan hey joan and looking back over your shoulder you see that it is elijah oh oh extra weird (laughs) i thought it was gonna be millie (laughs) oh gosh um he he has he has parked in the the parking lot and is striding toward you got his hands in his the the pockets of his you know oversized blazer yeah hey elijah um what are you doing please call me dad Mm, call me dad maybe let's work up to that um (laughs) what uh what are you what are you doing at my school you you haven't come come to see me yet it's been like two weeks yeah i've um you know been busy finals uh and other stuff uh how how are you how are you what are you doing well how long are you in town for i mean i'm i'm in town for a while you know there there are some some business things i'm trying to take care of here uh i can be in town as long as i need to but i you know i want to i want to get to know you sure i'm trying to reach out here i'm i'm stepping out onto a branch for you I, i appreciate that um yeah what what do you want to talk about when do you want to talk are you still just standing up on the edge of the planter <laughs> yeah i guess so <laughs> staring right. down at him <laughs> uh-huh no i i like that it's it's more of a, a powerful 
power pose what would you call it stance yeah yeah, yeah exactly what well, i i don't know what about this afternoon this evening i can take you to dinner we can catch up um sure get to know each other a little yeah that's fine we yes let's do tonight then okay uh how about how about shay J? I know i remember from from back in the day they they had a fairly decent restaurant how's that sound yeah that sounds great shay J. it is okay all right yeah i'll i'll see you then seven o'clock see you at seven and he he walks away so is it possible to like to suss out anything else about the rose that's in the statue sure yeah how are you how are you thinking of doing that uh i don't know some sounds kind of like a... it's demony thing yes yeah, <laughs> some kind of demony thing um do you have those listed somewhere or should i get yeah them to i'm you trying again? to find them right now um okay. shapeshift warp shadow and armor none of those are particularly useful here well so warp is the ability to change physical matter it's and i think it's specifically because i was going back over the demon abilities today i'm pretty sure it's specifically non-organic matter yeah so you could potentially do something to the statue if you wanted to get to the rose that kind of thing mm. or you can just leave like... it alone and try and visually inspect it yeah can i just visually inspect it i feel like doing something <laughs> in broad daylight to the statue might be um for sure yeah noticeable i i think that you know it's still maybe the head of this statue is still probably about a head above you because uh, it's slightly larger than life. And it's, yeah, it's really strange. It's It doesn't look like anyone has chipped away at his mouth or like, you know, drilled a hole or anything like that. It just looks like the this plant has grown through the stone itself. Weird. <laughs> I think weird is maybe the best description for it. Actually, you could make a lore roll for me if you wanted to. Um, yes. So Joan's uh, lore is, I believe, uh, yeah, right here, is a four. So you could roll 48, uh, and I could... I'm doing it in roll 20. Give me two seconds. Yeah. Okay. There you go. A one, a three, a one, a seven. All right. Uh, and I rolled 5d8. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, I rolled 5d8 for um, the... So there is obviously something sorcerer's going on, right? You yeah. can tell just from looking at it and from the way Avathon is kind of vibrating against your eardrum yeah. that there is something sorcerer's happening. Um, and so you rolled your lore. I rolled basically the other sorcerer's will. You know that there is a sorcerer doing something and yeah. this is the result but um so the highest that joan rolled was a seven the highest that i rolled was an eight so that's as far <laughs> as you get at the moment i know uh, nothing <laughs> i mean you've never seen anything like this before, yeah right yeah is really is i think the better way to think about it okay all right fair enough okay so that's just something strange which mm. you notice um and you do you head home at this point yeah, I mean, how much time do I have between having to meet up with Elijah? What time is Oh, school? I mean, it's probably like three in the afternoon, so you've oh, got yeah. four hours. Yeah, I suppose I just head home then. Okay. Do you walk? Do you bus? How do you get home? Um, I, I'm just looking for kind of like tone stuff. Yeah, I imagine walk. I mean, it's not that big of a town, is it? 
give us a give us a you know if this is a shot in a movie what what does the shot look like as she's walking along the street oh gosh i mean <laughs> probably fairly standard i mean I'm, I'm sure she's happy because it's like the last day of school but um you know probably feeling a bit strange about having to meet up with her father which she doesn't seem too keen on um just because it's like strange uh for him to come back mm-hmm. into her life at this point um so yeah i think she um 80 god did they have walkman in 84 yeah they do right yeah. oh surely yeah. i think so. yeah I think that's so a late she, 70s thing, actually. Yeah. So she's probably, like, listening to music on her little oh, I love it. thing. Perfect. And, okay. Yeah. Give us the soundtrack. What are we... If we have endless budget for 80s music, what oh, is God. she listening to right now? Uh, are we 84 right now? We're 84 right now. Uh, let's not... Yeah. I mean, we do know okay. that Prince's When Doves Cry is the big <laughs> thing right. right now. I was going to go with Blondie, but um, mm-hmm. that should be... That should be 84 appropriate, right? That was like late 70s that they came out, I think. Probably. Let's find out. Blondie, band. Yeah, mid-1970s. Okay. Then, yeah, let's go with Blondie. (laughs) I love it. So you're you're listening to early Blondie. It's bouncing. Uh And... (laughs) We're getting getting videos of Luther Vandross in the chat. You, You... I'm imagining a very kind of suburban, like rigorously middle class or slightly lower than middle class area where ruby and joan live and as you're walking down the sidewalk you know maybe you walk over one of those um you know you walk over like a small concrete bridge there's a creek that runs underneath it you can't hear it because you've got your walkman in uh it's a really really warm it's already getting really hot it's humid as fuck because it's it's the houston area um in may and you know, you see your house, you see your mom's car parked in the driveway, which makes sense. The the beater that Ruby was driving around in the Kingdom game. And then as you get closer, you know, you reach your mailbox and you start to head up, you see that the front door to your house is cracked, like cracked Uh-oh. open, mm. which is that, not typical. Yeah. Huh. I think that she would probably be like kind of immediately on alert just because everything else that's been going on in Mm -hmm. the clearing. Is there any way here to do like a lore check just to see if there's anything like supernatural happening before she gets inside? Well, I'm not. All it is is an open door, right? Like lore is kind of your knowledge about about sorceress things. So really the thing to do, I think, is to think about what Avathon can do for you at the moment. Yeah shapeshift for instance could maybe let you hide somewhere um shadow maybe you could obscure yourself if you like went through maybe there are woods next to the house that kind of thing and you could obscure yourself to see what's going on etc or you can get really creative right these are all meant to be there are descriptions of these abilities in the books but they are meant to be things that can be um, reinterpreted with the shapeshifting hold on i need to pull up the thing does it say if I have to choose like one thing that she can only ever shapeshift into or can it? The user has another shape which can be maintained for minutes equal to the demon's power. The new shape may have its own special abilities which may be bought separately. Um, so I don't think we have that. Shapeshift should not be confused with an inconspicuous demon becoming conspicuous to attack or do something directly which can sometimes look somewhere. Yeah, so it's um, it sounds like it's another shape that Avathon would turn you into. Um, mm. I would be okay if you were like, 
I can turn into rodents in general, right? If you pick kind yeah. of a class of things, or I can turn into various kinds of digitigrades, like that sort of thing. What are you <laughs> thinking though? Um, God, I was thinking of that like one weird image that I think I sent you on like Instagram a while ago that was like the dog's head peeking out with like the girl's body. <laughs> oh yeah. So are you just thinking dog? Yeah, I was just thinking dog. I kind of, yeah, I kind of love it. Cool. Do you want to do that? Yeah, we can have her turn into a dog and kind of nose her way inside <laughs> just to make sure everything's chill. Well, this is, this is, I mean, it's been, we're in the ninth slash tenth episode at this point. This is the first time we've seen like a shape-shifting big yeah. physical magic like this, right? Yeah. What does it look like? Also, Avathon is not going to do this in broad daylight, right? If you try to do this in broad daylight, it is basically going to refuse you and you'll have to fight with it. Yeah. So are you are you oh, skulking off some, somewhere? Like, woods behind the house, perhaps, or on the yeah, you know, sure. side of the house. So, you know, mm -hmm. kind of jog off into the woods. <laughs> yeah, then... I'm I'm imagining I'm I am actually what I'm imagining is the house where I grew up with my grandparents. Mm. Um and there being like this creek nearby and there being some woods around it. So yeah, you can just kind of skulk in there, look around, make sure nobody's there. Do your clothes change with you? Oh gosh. You... Yeah. Yeah, I don't um I don't know. Do we have like any ideas in terms of like how that would work in this universe more generally for the world? I'm fine with them changing with her or without. It seems like they could change with her because it's just changing matter, you know, like Yeah. Why sure. Not? That's fair. I like that. Um, and you do have warp, right? So, yeah. so this shapeshift can kind of tag, or warp, I guess, can tag along a little with shapeshift. Yeah. So yeah, okay, I'm down with that. Cool. Uh, so dog shape specifically, um, mm -mm. I was like, because I, I have that like one image in my head, so it was mm -hmm. like this like kind of black German Shepherd dog, um, pro you know, maybe not like the biggest German Shepherd, like a smaller German Shepherd mix with the big ears. You know. Love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So you, does it hurt? Yeah. I was just thinking about that. Mm, maybe, maybe like uncomfortable, but not like painful, if that makes any sense. Sure. Not like, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, um, totally what was it? Like American Werewolf in Paris or something where all the bones are, yeah, not like that. Um, <laughs> okay. So yeah, maybe yeah. just uncomfortable, but like you get used to it. Mm-hmm. All right. So, but I get the feeling that this isn't something that she does on a daily basis. No, okay. no, probably only if she's like feeling particularly um, threatened or like nervous about something. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, in turning into like a police dog, basically a German shepherd. Yeah. That would be one way to feel more um, in control of a situation. Yeah. Okay. So you transform. Mm -hmm. Um and you get minutes equal to the demon's power. Avathon's power is five. So you've only got five minutes in this form. Okay. Mm. What do you do? Um, I think I just go around to the front door, like nose my way in and just like, well then, you know, does she have like dog powers then? Could she smell anything weird? She, she might not even need to enter. She, can't she just go to the porch and like sniff? Sure. <laughs> See if anything's... Yeah. Um, I think I, I like that you have dog powers now. <laughs> um, yeah, the I, I'm pretty sure, and we can double check this real quick, but I'm pretty sure that you get the, yeah, it, it doesn't actually say, so, so let's say, sure, why not? Okay. Um, 
you you sniff around and it is a confusing mix of scents you of s-c-e-n-t-s those kinds of scents yeah um you smell you smell your mother you smell yourself Mm -hmm. um and underneath that there is kind of a how best to describe it kind of a a funk that Mm. you can't quite discern and then underneath that as well you get the smell of something that smells like it has been rotting Mm. Which actually probably smells a little pleasurable to you in your canine form. Yeah. But there's no way of identifying what that like kind of rotting funky smell is. No, I mean it it just it smells like rotting rotting meat or flesh to you. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Um I'm trying to think of whether or not her mother would know that she has this power. I imagine her mom would know. So if her mom sees a dog walk in, like she's not gonna, you know, she's not gonna be like totally shocked. That that's an interesting question, actually, right? We know that Ruby is responsible for Joan having Avathon and has tried to use Joan effectively to mm. use Avathon, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that Joan has shared everything with Ruby. Yeah. So I think that's up to you. I think that's a decision that's that's up to you if if Ruby is aware of all of Joan's powers or not. I feel like she would be aware of this one because I feel like this is the kind of thing that she would have probably learned. As a kid, maybe. Yeah, and probably took some trial and error, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So, now I'm just imagining Joan as like <laughs> a baby like playing on the ground with Ruby <laughs> and then turning into like a puppy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so yeah. so this is this is something that your mother is aware of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then I guess maybe she has like what like two minutes left in dog form or something. Can she just like pop her head let's in? Let's give you a little more than that. Let's okay. let's say this has only taken sixty seconds or so to smell some stuff. Okay. So can she um, kind of poke her head in, <laughs> sure. or just yeah. walk in? I guess and see what there is to mm-hmm. see. Yeah, so this German Shepherd noses its way in, pushes the door the rest of the way open, um, pads inside, looks around. It looks like your house, uh, Mm -hmm. which I'm imagining, again, is kind of an inexpensive one-floor house. The smell is definitely stronger in here. Mm. Um, And your ears probably pick up, too. I think once you're inside the house, you hear kind of these muffled sounds that are hard to hard to place hmm. where are they coming from they're coming from like the direction of the kitchen okay can i can i guess walk a bit closer and and hear what is being said or what the sounds are yeah sure i mean do you actually go around so you can look into the kitchen or do you like pull up just shy of it uh, i would say just shy of it just in case there's okay. other people there yeah, there aren't actually words being said at the moment. You just hear someone um, making kind of, I don't know if I actually want to make sounds like this okay, on a fine. podcast, but it sounds like someone has maybe been like gagged. And yeah, let's say this. Over top of it, you hear a little growling as well. Growling? Mm-hmm. Okay, then uh, I think I just go into the kitchen in dog form then. <laughs> okay, yeah. So let's say you've got about three minutes left. As yeah. soon as you round the corner, you see your mother uh-huh. on the floor of the kitchen. Uh-oh. She is beaten bloody. 
Oof. She has been gagged. She has something tied around her mouth. And there is a man standing over her. He's, um, it looks like he's holding a knife from first glance. He's got this kind of like black stringy hair. Um, mm -hmm. Let me look at my other descriptions for this guy, which you would think I would have pulled up. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, he's totally medium height. He's kind of sallow faced, um, skinny, scrawny. You're actually like kind of surprised that he would have been able to get the jump on, on your mother. Yeah. Um, and standing next to him you is the thing which is doing the growling and it has kind of crouched it is looking right in your direction and the best way to describe this is as a dead dog yeah. uh, which is really interesting that you picked <laughs> yeah, this form to shapeshift into yeah um because it is the rotting body of a dog which nevertheless is standing there crouched like um snarling in zombie. your direction <laughs> that's not a, an inappropriate way to describe it okay um wow okay uh can i it lunges at you the, the dog i was gonna lunge at the man okay oh god can i fight off this dog yes <laughs> how do i do so that? here we go combat we actually haven't done combat in the sorcerer yet yeah um basically the way it works is so everyone states what they're doing in no particular order. So there are three combatants in this scene, right? Mm -hmm. The dog, the man, and you. We will state what each of them are doing. And then I determine what scores we should use, bonuses, penalties, what we should roll for. And then um, you can choose just to defend if you want to. If you're not just defending, then everyone rolls at the same time. Whoever gets highest goes first. At any point, you can kind of cancel your attack. Mm. in order to say actually i'm going to defend and there are like specific abilities which will trigger defense i think if i'm remembering correctly um yeah and then the way damage works is as opposed to coming away from a health pool or something like that which mm -hmm. isn't in sorcerer it accumulates as penalties to to skill rolls in the future okay okay, okay. yeah so, so you you said, I mean, and you can amend this if you want, but you said at the outset that you were going to lunge at the man. Um, yeah. Is that something you'd still like to do? Um, yeah, if he's holding a knife and standing above Ruby, then yeah, that seems like the first thing to take care of. Okay. He is going to try to stab Ruby um, in the throat, I think. Okay. So, um, so Joan Dog <laughs> lunges at man. Mm-hmm. And then the dog is going to try to um, lunge at you as well in order to to prevent you from moving forward so that its master basically can um, continue his action. Okay. You are, you're using shapeshift. So let's go ahead and give you a couple, a couple of free, this is gonna be stamina because it's a physical action. So you're starting yeah. at 2d8. You have already shapeshifted. So I'm gonna give you an additional two um, as you are getting, you know, you're getting additional speed and and strength from your dog form and in teeth. order to attack. <laughs> yep, teeth, sure. Um, any anything else that you want to do? Um, well, I think yeah. Let's just see what happens with On trying to disarm one. this man. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so okay. four D eight. If it's two D eight plus two extra for being a dog. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to get 48. 
Um, mm. He is going to attempt to stab Ruby, and let's see if he is using anything else. He should... will use. Oops. Sorry. Oh no! I was going to say, should I roll now or should I wait till we have all the dice? We we will roll at the same time. Okay. Yeah. okay. So sorry, he was he's using what? I think he's actually changing his mind. I'm I'm still figuring out what he's going to use. All right. So his one of his demons to put that in a little mm. creepily way for you mm-hmm. is going to provide him with fast so that he can hopefully move before you can intervene. Uh, which I believe gives an addition to his stamina. Oh, yeah, perfect. Uses the demon's power instead of his stamina. All right. Those are the first two rolls. And then the dog is attacking you, which is going to be its stamina. Okay. And it is using another ability, but not one that changes its dice. Okay. Um, Okay. So I'm going to roll for the dog first. Okay. And then for the man. Should I roll that? Yep. And you can go ahead and roll. And then man. Oh, good roll from Sharon. Nice. Oof. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So in terms of who goes first, Sharon actually goes first. Even though I had pretty good rolls for the, um, I rolled 5d8 for the dog's stamina. Um, it got an 8 and a 7. Mm-hmm. And then in terms of the highest rolls it got, the man got an 8, an 8, and a 6. And then Sharon got an 8, an 8. So two eights and then a seven. So Sharon mm-hmm. actually goes first. Okay. So um, you get to do damage to nice. the man. And I think that this will prevent him from from slashing her throat as good. well. Good, good, good. Do I have to All say right. what the damage is or is it just I disarm him? <laughs> So there, it's all accrued in penalties, right? Uh, we are going to, since you are, I imagine you are grabbing him with your teeth, right? Yes, yeah. So we are going to call that an edged weapon. And I think your number of victories are just one because your eights cancel out with his eights. Okay. And then you get a seven over his six. Okay. Um, oh, no, sorry. I'm misremembering. He actually rolls one die since he didn't defend. And that is his his defense so he only gets a three for his defense which means you get four um is that right let me double check right yeah he was just going to tough it out with one defensive die so he gets a three which means you get four successes over him so okay. for his next role here he's going to have four ongoing he will also have and ongoing basically means for the rest of this scene so ongoing he will have four penalty dice as well so now it would be him, since he had two eights. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've prevented him, right? That was your whole goal. Your goal was less about doing damage than it was about preventing him from stabbing your mother. Yeah. <laughs> and yep. um, these four penalties, you know, probably get reflected in the fact that there is a dog hanging off of his arm at this point, <laughs> yeah. right? Like yeah. an attack dog. Mm-hmm. So let's just say that he was nullified, and we will go to the dog at this point. Um, so you get to roll 1d8 since you okay. you attacked, and that's your defensive die, and then we see how many successes it has over you. Okay. Four. So it gets three successes over you. This is a dog again, right? So we're going to use <laughs> yeah. the same table, um, the edged weapons table. So you get three victories against you for the next action and three lasting so the issue is these start really stacking, right? If you are, and 
for Kiefer and Gary as well as we start thinking about this, right? So this ongoing, this three, like let's say you had exactly the same role in the next combat exchange. You would have, you know, the momentary one would happen, it would be gone. But then let's say you got another three momentary that would stack onto the ongoing. So now you have six ongoing, right? Yeah. They all add up. So for your next roll, it's actually going to be at minus six die. Minus dice, six? Rather. Yeah. What? Minus six. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the guy that is attacking your mother is going to be rolling at minus eight on the next one, right? Okay. Um, so, again, How does one that of my, work? <laughs> I mean, well, he needs to use, this is where your, your demons come into play, right? I see. So, what he is going to do is he is going to become huge. Oh, um, he, it's almost like he inflates. Um, and I don't, I don't want to make this too cartoonish, but it's, um, he kind of turns into the size of like a large brown bear, maybe not Kodiak sized, but yeah. a huge bear. Um, he just swells up with it and, oh, he does have armor actually. And you have armor. I do. So instead of you taking damage on the edged weapons category, mm -hmm. you are going to take damage on the fists category. That's what armor does is it moves it down. Okay. So rather than having, so you're still going to have three momentary, but rather than having three ongoing, you're only going to have one ongoing. Okay, that's so that good. can, <laughs> yeah, that's much better. Um, unfortunately, he also has the armor ability. Okay, so what he's going to do is he's going to to grow really big, and now he's just going to try and stab you. He's going to try to gut this dog, which has attached itself to his arm. Oh God. Um, he's going to use boost. For that as well which is another demon power and um the dog i think is just gonna turn and try and attack you again so the dog's gonna be rolling kind of the similar thing um mm -hmm. and he's going to be trying to stab you uh, at the same time <laughs> yeah oh god okay um this dog I... has just attacked him out of nowhere yeah, <laughs> yeah. um Da, 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 da. Can I do I get any benefits by just defending instead of attacking? Yes. Okay. So if you Let's do just that. if you just defend, then I mean, so give me some description, right? Uh, remember, one of the things about this system is the rule for getting more dice um, is basically if you work with what's there and introduce a little to move it forward, so everyone gets it, you get a bonus. Um, it's not about pre-narrating the effect of what you're trying to do, but changing its initiation with fun socially and visually. Mm. So um, if you are just defending, then you're going to start with your stamina, which is, f your stamina is only two. Oh. oh but okay. you can use your armor, right? Yes, yes. Which is probably something, um, which will mean you use Avathons instead. So you use Avathons power, I believe. Mm, okay. Instead, I'm clicking between so many tabs right now to try and get this yeah. <laughs> all clear. And this will get faster as we do more of it, right? But you could use something like, you know, get creative with shadow or with warp, yeah. um, et cetera. Or even just how you're using situationally. What's something in your kitchen that you can use against this guy, yeah. et cetera. And you can, stat you can get massive numbers of dice just from adding to the narration, right? So, this is this game's way of trying to um, encourage player players contributing to narration. So with warp, um, mm -hmm. that's only changing non-organic matter to a different non-organic matter. So right. 
is it like a set thing like with the shape shift or can I change any matter to any other matter or do I have to be like I can yeah I was just rereading about warp on um this morning and mm-hmm. the way warp works is you if if it's something that you can do as a human then it's something you can do with warp um it's just like accelerated so if you you know if you could dig through the wall of a stone prison with a spoon as a human, you could, it would just take you years. You can do it with warp in an instant. Right. So it's not that you could turn a, um, it's not that you can turn lead into gold, but you could melt gold. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Cause you could use a tool and do that as a human. Yeah, sure. Okay. But so that stands for like any, any inorganic material, like, I don't have to only choose, like, metals Correct. that I can... Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, can I... Can I melt the knife that he has? Yeah, sure. How do okay. you... Like, it Like it just kind of slags and runs over his hand? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. What does, that, what does that look like when Avathon moves into action like that? Um, well, I mean, her nails would be glowing, but she usually has nail polish on. Um, Are her dog claws glowing? Ooh! that's a good point yes yes i love that okay so then the dog's claws start glowing instead and as that happens um the yeah the knife would melt and ideally get on his hands to also possibly Mm -hmm. cause some damage there yeah great anything else like situationally you want to add to it um well (laughs) sorry i'm looking at the uh discord um, yeah, so she, I think she still has her, like, dog jaws on his arm, right? So, but yeah, she still right. has her, like, back legs that she could be kicking out toward the zombie dog, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she can hold onto his arm, melt the knife, and, you know, try to kick out at the zombie dog with the rear legs. And I think that's not everything that she's got at her at her uh, disposal right now. Sure. Yeah, so so let's do this. I'll give you two d8 to roll defense against the dog for that bit mm-hmm. of narration, and then and I'll add another d8 for. Wait, are you just defending? That's what we decided, right? Yeah, you're just yeah, defending, yeah. right? Right, right. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so um, let's do. Uh, you start with your stamina at two. You're using shapeshift, so let's make that four, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna give you warp. So. You're using warp on the knife, so call that 68. And then with the kicking back at the dog behind you, let's call that 78 that you're rolling. Okay. See, so this is how they start stacking. And now, yeah. unfortunately, for this roll, you have to roll minus four. So you're going to be rolling 3d8. Oh, God. Okay. Right? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Should I do it now? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, you can oh, go ahead and do that. Sorry. Yeah. That's an a good roll. Eight, an eight, and a five. Yeah. So Joan gets an eight, an eight, and a five. Um, the guy was just straight up going to try to stab you, uh, which would be starting with his stamina, which is only three, but then we're going to, he's using both boost and big. So let me double check those. Um, so big actually does not apply to attack rolls. So that's good for you. And then for boost... Sorry, there's a dog barking outside, weirdly enough, right now. <laughs> its power 5 is going to be added to his stamina. So he's rolling um, 8d8, but at mm-hmm. minus 5. So he's okay. only he's rolling 3d8, the same thing you are. Okay. 
Ooh, and he rolled poorly. That's not nice. a total victory you have over him, but... Oh, wait. No, it is. It is, actually, yeah. because we make pairs. So, yeah, you get a total victory over him. That's great. Amazing. And then um, the dog was just going to do the same thing, uh, and it doesn't have any negatives on it, so it's rolling 5d8. And it rolls poorly as well. Nice. It's two highest <laughs> are 7 and 6. So, um, Joan, you are just defending. You go mm -hmm. first, so that means that nobody gets any damage on you. Perfect. Because you are just defending, you don't, I think you destroy his knife. As soon as it melts, it, you know, he drops it. Um, it doesn't manage to to cause him any damage because you are just defending, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, at that point, he looks up at you <laughs> and there is such hatred in his eyes. Um, and not just hatred, but recognition right mm. he looks at you and pieces something together um mm. and he is going to yeah he's going to try and charge past you so like i'm i'm imagining that you have have kind of been knocked off him that you're no longer locked onto him yeah. as you were just trying to defend yourself yeah um and so he is just going to try to charge past you do you try to chase him do you try to follow him um yeah, actually, can I? Well, what's the well? What's the state of of Ruby right now? Is she like badly off, She's or is she? Up. Okay, she is. Yeah, I want. I want to be clear. Like, if you, if you, I mean, a couple things. If you had not come home right away, she, she would, would be dead. Yeah, and if you had, um. Like she's she's one one attack away from death at this point. What's the zombie dog doing? Um, it is going to follow its master out. Okay. So you, you um, can try to follow them. Um, but yeah, your mother is messed up. Okay. So maybe let them go now and try to deal with the mother thing. Okay. All right. They blow past you. I'm deleting the momentary penalties that were left. Okay. Um, yeah. Because they have been used. There is an ongoing one and basically until you rest up. Okay. Um, okay. And do you come back into your human form once you see them leave yeah i mean i think i would okay. go lock the door behind them right um, and then yeah I, I mean i'm imagining you see them bolt and you yeah. chase after them like snapping at their heels basically we get a good kind of dog fight yeah suggestion <laughs> and then after they're gone um you stand up shut the door lock it and then come yeah. back to ruby yep perfect okay i imagine you you take the gag out of her mouth um, and she is senseless, right? She cannot really even talk at the moment. So if I ask her, like, who the hell were they? She's just not going to be able to respond. I mean, she's, yeah, she's she's in shock, basically, right? Okay. She has been, that's the, the medical condition she is entering. Yeah. Um, okay. And I don't imagine any demon powers really help with boosting health. So she probably just needs to call um, an ambulance. Well, there is vitality. I don't know yeah. if you can apply vitality to other people, but you don't have it. So, yeah. I mean, there there is always the contact role. You can always try to call something, which would have that ability, or you can just call nine one one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Maybe call nine one one. Okay. I mean, congratulations on saving Ruby. I tried to set yeah. this up where it w you would not be able to. <laughs> um, Thank you, Dice. Yeah, uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. You rolled very well. Noah was trying so hard to kill your mom. <laughs> okay, so let's fast forward a little bit. Um, 
the ambulance arrives they take her out she has not been able to speak yet do you like do you ride along are you going to go with her to the hospital or are you Um, going to like go try to find people to help you with something i think she would i mean she can't really do much at the hospital so i think she would try to figure out what the hell just happened and who that man and the zombie dog were Mm -hmm. okay are you gonna collect any of your coven yeah um what do we know what they're doing right now it's like a random let's find out yeah it's uh, this is a random it's probably the middle of the week right because at least these days who knows in 1984 uh, people people who are alive in the 80s know (laughs) but um i don't know what day schools let out in 1984 um so let's say it's the middle of the week like they do these days it's a wednesday or thursday night robert samson what are y'all up to tonight so just to be clear this is one night removed from the psychic attack no this is actually like a week or a week and a half later word Mm -hmm. okay so we can and we can we can do some flashbacks if we want to to see about how you were like what you've done about that um or maybe you've just been too busy until now etc okay so i guess coming off the heels of the psychic attack has left robert more frazzled than usual and you can tell it affects his work um but other than that he's been you know kind of doing the same old deal he would be getting ready to perform at the uh club that night you know is uh on his way walking and he's been walking the same path um each night since the attack which was a path that he usually would not walk mm-hmm. um, I'm adding this retroactively as a <laughs> freestyle it but, yeah. um, he, yeah he would walk you know to and from uh, you know the path and would always stop and look at the exact spot the uh, attack took place before moving on to wherever he's going to go um, mm-hmm. so he's at the um, He's at the club and he's uh, you know, about to perform. Yeah, I like that. Almost, almost tempting whatever attacked him that night to do it again, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. yeah, I like that. Cool. And Samson, are you getting ready for a set at the club as well? It's a Wednesday, so he usually plays on weekends. But I do recall saying that. Or we don't care what day of the week it is, timey wimey, whatever. Yeah, why don't we also be getting ready for a set at the club? Or okay. like thinking about it eagerly because it's still early afternoon. So I feel like we have Samson like. Yeah, we've we've pushed ahead into the evening a little bit. I think where like Ruby has been brought to the hospital and has at least stabilized before. Um, okay. I may not have actually said that out loud, but that's what yeah, I'm that's thinking. fine. Um, then yeah, let's have Samson like finishing up dinner with his family and like planning to be like telling his wife, yeah, all right, honey, I'm gonna, and it's I gotta head down to the club tonight. Some friends of mine are playing, and I, I promised I'd be there and support them. I'm sorry, I know we were supposed to do something. No, I think Samson really likes this wife. Um, mm-hmm. I'm really sorry. I like, I tried to get out of it, but they're they're really good friends of mine, and I just I have to be there. It's you want to come? You, well, it's I guess it's not a school night. Kids, would you would you be okay? 
and they're they're they all get super excited about being able to maybe stay <laughs> up late. Sweet. I I think Millie even Millie says, "Oh, well, do you do you think Joan would be there? Could I come along?" I don't know if Joan would be there, but I think we you can't come to a bar. You're 16 years old. <laughs> oh, come on, mom. Uh you you you've got to stay and watch the others. Yeah. Uh, Give it like another year or two, maybe, and we'll see about Solomon watching after Dorian and Roxy. But right now, especially with Roxy so young, I need you to, I need you to, you can see your friends later. It's summer. You're no fun. We're quite a bit of fun. You just don't get to have that fun. (laughs) Cool. I like this. So you and, um, I I can't remember the names of all of Samson's wives. Who's the current (laughs) wife? Sylvia. Sylvia. Okay. I was thinking it was Sylvia. What's the ex-wife's name? Eleanor. Eleanor. That's right. All right. Yeah. So you and Sylvia are actually going to be going to the, going to the rug, to the rug, to the rogue. <laughs> so that's what's up, Joan. Um, and you might okay. just have like a, a gut feeling that you should be able to, you know, at the rogue, the rogue is where they both the three play, of you yeah. tend to congregate. So Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess, well, okay. <laughs> Ruby won't is be there, there any... tonight, but... She will not be there tonight. No, she, no, she is, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else in tor- terms of, like, doing, like, a lore check or something at the house before she leaves that could tell her anything. Yeah, potentially. Oh, I do, I do want to give you something else, and this is probably, like, let's... Let's put this, and again, so you don't really do checks in this game, yeah. right? You do you do oppositional roles. So mm-hmm. there aren't really like perception checks, except when there is something that is actively pushing back against you. Okay. Um, so you can certainly go investigate, and that is less of a, a mechanically oriented thing unless you get your demon involved. But okay. what I was going to say is like, let's say while you're at the hospital, you go to the restroom at some point, and the this corpse dog, whatever it was, definitely bit you in your mm-hmm. dog form. Yeah. Right? So a couple of things are going to happen here. One is that, you know, you're probably in the bathroom. I imagine you're, like, maybe washing your face or something like that, just mm-hmm. trying to compose yourself after getting into this life-or-death battle, both your life and your mother's life. Yeah. And you feel Avathon go into its need. So when, would it be in its need yet? Yeah, because you used armor. I guess it's not in its need yet, but Avathon is feeling kind of cranky, right? It yeah. it definitely does not get used this often. It is not in need yet, but if it gets used much more before you yeah. start feeding it insects, it yeah. will be entering its need. The other thing you note, and I think that this is probably on your forearm, you mm-hmm. have... I was thinking about how to present this, but you have a tattoo now that you didn't have before. Like in a tooth mark, like bite mark? In the shape of bite marks. Okay. I mean, it it is ink. It's not like you've been scarred. You have an ink tattoo on your forearm uh, that looks like in in the shape of bite marks. Well, that's pretty weird. Okay. Uh, In other words, and I think with your lore, I'm just going to give you this because you are, are the most lore knowledgeable person in the group. You have been marked by this um, corpse dog. That's creepy. What um would she know like what that entails? Like does that mean that the 
corpse dog can like find her or oh actually we need to make a roll for this so i think you let's do it this way i didn't realize um in the heat of combat i didn't realize this was something that we were gonna have to to do then and there so we can do it right now so for mark the target rolls humanity versus the demon's power failure means anyone or thing with lore of one or greater will thereafter perceive the individual as marked permanently uh, a mark is not perceptible to individuals of lore zero etc so there and then marks may be generic or individually recognizable depending on the playgroup's definition of sorcery so mm. i would like to kind of think that there are i would like for us to come up with something culturally marks represent to sorcerers i have some ideas about that but we can play with that as we go along so your humanity is currently three um and you're going to roll it against the demon's power which i think was three or four let me double check um this demon's power is three so we're both rolling 3d8 against each other sharon's mm -hmm. highest is a four mm -hmm. And mine is a seven. Oof. Right. So you are marked. So the way okay. I'm kind of picturing this since we didn't roll in the moment is that you saw it and that was when you kind of tried to will it away and felt like it was maybe possible. Like if you had won this roll, it would have faded, yeah. but um, is still there. So, so you've been marked. People Sorry. see it or can only I see it? Anyone with lore one or higher can see it. Okay. What that means is anyone who has the capability of calling demons okay yeah. so gotcha. like sylvia samson's wife won't be able to see it but samson and robert will etc okay. yeah makes sense okay so you know they're going to be at the rogue yeah, do we just want to jump ahead to you arriving yeah let's do that okay so by the time you get to the rogue robert is up on stage bonk, 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 bonk. <laughs> I, that's such a bad bass i'm sorry yeah, gary uh, that was um, was not I deserve good. a free roll for that. I'm just kidding. You, I'll give it to you. You got no, it. A free, wait. free D8 on me. Wait, no, seriously? Um, Are you joking? Yeah, why not? Fuck it. Okay. <laughs> um, Call your shots, kids. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, again, this is what this game is about. Is about, like, if you have quippy one-liners and stuff, I should be giving Kiefer more D8s than I have been then because of the one -liners. I think so. <laughs> But yeah, so so Robert is up on stage doing his set. You come in, you see that Samson um, is probably sitting at one of the tables on the floor with Sylvia. Um, they are having drinks. Um, Sylvia maybe looks like happy, which is the first time we've seen her look happy on screen, I think, yeah. for the audience. Um, all right. And you enter. Um, how are you feeling at this point? What do you, has the day taken its toll on Joan at all? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I think she's probably pretty shaken um, and exhausted, but I think she's also pissed off because she's, you know, like felt something building and she's probably still pissed off at Samson because he's been like withholding information and she's been trying to push like what's going on in this town, what's going on with these other sorcerers and not getting much teamwork back there. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I think she's probably a bit frazzled and angry, um, but I don't think that... I think with Samson's wife there, she probably wouldn't necessarily approach them right away. So maybe she just waits for Robert to get off stage. Okay, sure. Let's just, just for color, let's say that Samson notices Joan come in. Samson, you've also probably noticed that Ruby is not here tonight. You notice Joan come in. You just look up at some point while you're sipping one of your drinks and you notice how frazzled she looks. And you can decide if you want to act on that or just continue sitting here with 
um, with Sylvia. Uh, and think... he would he would also see the mark, wouldn't he? It. I mean, I I'm imagining this is across the room, so I don't know if he would okay, notice yeah, or not. Yeah. I'll I'll leave that up to Kiefer if Samson notices the mark or not. Uh, I don't think he notices the mark, and I think his plan is to wait until Robert's done with his set and then discreetly leave Sylvia to go backstage and chat. Okay. So Robert concludes his set. Let's say by the time Joan arrives, um, you know, it's most of the way through Robert's set already. Um, Robert gets through it. Robert is also kind of distracted too, Samson, you notice. It hasn't seemed like he's been playing quite to form this past week or two. Um, Robert, just real quick, have you told Samson or Joan about the psychic attack, or have you been keeping that close to your close to your chest? Um, he's been keeping it close to his chest, but in his playing, um, you mentioned he's been a little offbeat. Um, mm-hmm. But also, because Robert can do the whole aura thing through his uh, bass playing, like the coloration, and I don't even know if the others can pick up on this. Can they pick up on like colors and auras and stuff? Not really. They can't through their demon, like this is Imlac's thing, so they can't pick up on, on auras the way that Imlac specifically can. Yeah. Um, again, if you maybe wanted to project things, that's maybe another so, story if that's something you're intentionally doing, but yeah. Yeah, there's been some projection going on, um, but it's like not through like Robert's control, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like very faint and it's very uh, voidish, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. Like the, the white claws and all that sh- stuff. Um, but other than that, the, he, he hasn't addressed it with them. Okay. So th- so they know something's up, but you haven't. Yeah, uh, he, he wants to corral the troops, as it were, um, but he stops short of that, um, you know, once he sees S- uh, Sam's sixth wife. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So the set winds down, and it sounds like Samson and Joan are just kind of naturally heading backstage to... to uh, chat with Robert. So let's just get yeah. that. Let's just get that moment. And it's probably a really small backstage, just kind of thinking about the club, yeah. on, like this kind of small club. So it's probably, you know, the size of a of a largest closet, um, like a walk-in closet size. And y'all come back there and I'll just let you take it away. What's the conversation you have? Yeah. So I think that, um, I mean, Joan would probably just get right into it and you know, Go tell both it. of yeah. them. Okay, so, uh, sorry, I, I couldn't tell if I just had a bat fly outside my window or if it was a bird. Anyway. Um, okay, sorry. The most gothic apartment. <laughs> I know. God. You two um, are okay, so she, Yeah, um, actually, Robert and Samson, um, something real messed up happened today, and, uh, you know, uh, I came home to some kind of sorcerer attacking my mother and she's in the hospital and I think we really need to figure out what the hell is going on in this town. I don't think we can wait any longer and we have to be more proactive because this is starting to hurt people here. Hold up. They attacked Miss Ruby? Who, who was this? Like, what's, what's, what, what happened? 
it was some strange dorky looking guy and some weird zombie dog. I have no idea. I came home, I fought them off, and now, yes, now... You fought them uh, off? Yeah, I mean, with a little help, obviously. But they got away. I had to tend to my mother. She's stabilized, but we need to figure out who the hell these people are and why they're attacking my mother of all people. You remember what this cat looks like? Like, what, what, what was, is it? Dorky? Is yeah, that his name? some weird, <laughs> some weird skinny guy with this long hair who I've never I resemble seen that remark. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um, I I've never seen him before, but he he was definitely like us. Um, at one point he got real big. It just, there is something else going on here, and I think I need your help to find this guy. Also, I think he recognized me, which was weird, but I've definitely never seen this guy. Hmm. Yeah, well, it's not much to go on. What do you think, Samson? I mean, I think it's something. I think we can, yeah, things are clearly not going great around here, and it seems like we need to figure out a little bit more about what's going on. And between bayou witches and zombie dogs, I don't, well, this used to be such a nice town. Well, I don't mean to heap on anymore. Uh, I guess I, I should fess up. Um, something like mad weird happened happened to me like about a week and a half ago. Um, this is just like mm. the last time we all saw each other here was walking home as I usually do and something just leads me to walk inside of the woods and I'm walking and the deeper I go into it it's like my sights just turn into fire and all I'm seeing is like bodies just dipped into lead and it's the color of hell and brimstone Okay. But, you know, we were all good because Emlak, you know, did his thing and, you know, told him to go away and, you know, walked out of Ugh. it. But it's just some really weird shit going on. And um, I don't know if we can connect this guy with what happened to me, but, you know, we, 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 something ain't right here. Yeah, well, we can't just sit around and do nothing. So... Uh, Samson, you've also never told us about what happened with that hand we found. You've kind of been avoiding us, it seems like. I haven't been avoiding you. I'm just not a high school student. So I have things <sighs> in my life that... I, I know you've been through a lot today. Sorry. <laughs> um, when you get older, you'll understand that life is a little bit more complicated than track. God, makes. he's so patronizing. I know, my God. <laughs> <laughs> But the hand belongs to a dead teenager. There's a statue of him outside of the high school place mm. where you go that I was just making fun of you for, which I can't remember yeah, okay. because my brain barely works. Um, I also don't remember the name of the school, but yeah. Oh, I just meant literally I couldn't remember the word high school. <laughs> but I think it's Stephen F. Austin. Yeah, it is Stephen F. Austin High School. Yeah, there's a statue of him outside of the high school. He died years and years ago. Yeah, um, didn't that happen like like a million years ago? 
Yeah, I think it was at least a million, maybe two. Oh, okay. God. Like the late, the late Jurassic, perhaps. Oh God. <laughs> um, I think actually you know your mom I mean. might know something about it. I think I've. Well, she's not really she in lived any here back state. Then, right? Yeah, she did, but she's not really in any state to help us right now. Well, um, is there anybody we could talk to that might remember? Um, do you do you say anything, Sam? And I, I want Samson to keep going here, but you know, you say he was killed. Do you say that he was murdered, or do you just say that he like died? I mean, isn't killed? I guess. Sure, we can say that he was murdered. I wasn't trying to obfuscate that. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm I'm just thinking that, like, saying he was killed could mean he was killed by a tractor, right? As right. opposed to being murdered and then someone was put away for it. Yeah, he was murdered years ago. Um, someone's still in jail for it, as far as I know. And oh, his hand seemed like it was in good shape. Yeah, you know? Um, it seems possible that there's something infernal afoot here. Yeah, no kidding. My instinct is to figure out a little bit more. Maybe we could figure out a little bit more about who killed him and why. Maybe we could figure out a little bit more about what the Bayou Witch was saying about the protector of the swamp. Maybe we could... My instinct here is that the two of you... By the way, Robert, I am going to have to introduce you to my wife after all of this. The just <laughs> hope that's okay she's a sweet woman and i hope you will be as polite as you possibly can without mentioning anything too demonic um, hey come on you know how we do huh yeah i trust you there's a there's a, there's a reason i'm using you as a cover story here and not our young friend um, oh i guess you okay you want us to be all covert and shit at least somewhat yeah um and i would like some of that maybe we could do some of that Coversion, which is a real word, um, down. Maybe y'all could come down to the docks this weekend, and we could take the boat out and see if we can get some privacy, some real privacy, to work on this sort of thing. Although I guess also Ruby, your house, Joan, your house is pretty open at this point. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I'm just imagining one of the neighbors <laughs> looking outside to see these two old men just like going into god. Ruby's house. <laughs> She's not home. Anyway, oh god. Continue. I don't know what your people can do. Um, your friends, your helpers, your mm. whatever you want to call mm. them. I mm. can't really. I'm not a good learner. It's not how I solve problems. Yeah, well, last time, fuck, what, did, what was the thing that they did to call the, like, alligator obelisk thing? Oh, that was that was actually you, and they were just assisting you. Okay, okay. We held hands. That was a, that was that, a yeah. contact spell. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's clearly forces in the swamp who know more than we do. We can just try to reach out to them again, even though they're kind of garbled and they kind of vague things that they say to us maybe there's something that can be of use here yeah so like i said we'll head out on the boat we'll be in the swamps i know a nice little secluded cove where we can see who wants to talk to us perfect sounds great i like that there is a, a plan formulating i know that this was a really like joan focused episode mm-hmm 
I have like one more beat for us to end on. Robert, Samson, do y'all have something specific you would like to do before we wrap for the day? Nope. Not this time, no. Okay, cool. So the three of you have a plan. So Joan, I imagine you're probably just going to be hanging out at the hospital for the next few days, taking care of your your mom. Robert and Samson, I don't know if y'all swing by her house at some point in order to to check things out. We can deal with that next session. For now, I want to kind of end on this beat where you are arriving at the marina to the sweet Sylvia, Samson's boat. And as you are walking out onto the dock, there's an older man. He's in his 70s. Uh, He's standing there with a cane as you approach him. The audience will recognize him as Jake Brown from the Kingdom game. And Mm. as you approach the boat, he looks up at the three of you and says, it's about damn time. much I have to delete. God. <laughs> Wait. Noah, do you have a All backup? of those good jokes are gone forever. Oh my god. <laughs> Spiteful. 